top, 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 top of the morning to you on this fabulous Friday. Oh my, oh my, oh my. Wherever you are in your demographic location, wherever you, your mind is stationed, you may be riding in your car, laying back at your crib, you may be on the clock that you had to go in to work today. But I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, the weather in my demographic location is beautiful for February. And that in itself is a blessing. Oh my, oh my, oh my. That's the word I want to talk about this morning. Who loves blessings? We oftentimes... When I was a little girl growing up, there was a scripture from a song, but it used to say, praise God from whom all blessings flow. This is your girl, Frida. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to WDGS on your podcast station. I want to be able to make sure that you are clear mm, with what a blessing is. One of the greatest blessings I believe, and this is my belief, and I hope you can somehow agree with this, may not be the top of your list, but the greatest blessing I believe that we have been granted is the breath of life. The second blessing that I believe that we have been granted is a forgiveness for our sins. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Imagine where we would be without that blessing. Because truly, when the scripture says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory, it says all. And you know, anybody don't know on a regular, I'm a word person. And all means everyone. And they say if it's a person who can say they have never done anything wrong. Now, according to the fundamental teachings of the scripture, they are a liar. So I know we all at least want to stand in our own truth of honesty to accept that one fact. We are all blessed for our sins to be forgiven. Now, when I talk about the word blessings, the greatest blessings we can ever have bestowed upon us is the breath of life. Even though sometimes there are things that may seem difficult in our lives, we may want to give up, we may want to shut up, and we may want to rise up. But one thing that's important is that we all should desire good gifts and good blessings. And when we bless people, we can do it with our words or we can do it in deeds. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. I remember back in the scripture when Isaac saw that his life was coming to an end. He wanted his son. Esau to come into the room that he could speak words to bless his life. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. People's words can speak blessings over your life. So many times we are looking for 
stuff and things to consider a blessing. Oh, I hope somebody get this. We think a, a new crib, a new car, a new career, some more cash, all those seeds will bring blessings in our lives. Now, these are material things that generate your blessings. They're, well, let me say, they're evidence of your blessing. But trust me, somebody had to speak a word, even if you spoke one yourself. You had to say to yourself, I want a new car. Or somebody had to speak. I want you to understand the power of the spoken words that generate blessings. Let me enlighten you. Me, myself, and I love to be around positive speaking people because those people, when they speak, even if they have to correct me in the truth, let me enlighten you why the scripture says we should worship God in spirit and in truth. Even if somebody tell me a truth that may not feel good to my flesh, it's a blessing to my spirit. Oh, I hope somebody grab that. Stop falling out with people when they identify the characteristic traits of who you are. Because even when people tell you things about yourself that you already know, this is too a blessing. When we were young, back in the 60s and the 70s, and the older people used to say things to us, yeah, it didn't feel good to our flesh. But they were speaking a truth that began to take form in our lives. And sometimes they were not good truths. Like when they saw little girls that was always fancing around boys, they would call them fast. Oh, I used to be labeled like that. And when they saw little boys that used to be fancing around girls, they would call them mannish. And oftentimes, that's what they ended up being. That's how powerful the spoken word is. That's why now I'm consciously mindful of the words that I put out in the atmosphere. And when I say a blessing, and when I say I pray that the blessings from heaven at the end of every podcast flow down into your lives, I mean just that. The act of words that bless when they are spoken over you, even back in the olden patriot days of the Bible, the priest would speak words over someone. Embrace people when they bless your life. It's an approval. It's an encouragement. Be grateful that you have someone that'll be honest in your life. When you sit at the table, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this, and you feast from honest people, when you feast from truthful people, and when you feast from people who are a blessing to your life, be mindful of the way you treat them and the things you say about them. Because those people, words, have generated blessings oftentimes in our lives. When Isaac did not even touch the right child, instead of blessing Esau, he ended up blessing Jacob. I hope somebody grabbed this. His words end up Providing wealth into another person's life. Be thankful when you have someone who can speak words that can bless your life. 
Because they may not give you a dime or a dollar. But they can speak words over your life that can generate a dime and a dollar. I think about the story of the man that was sitting at the doorway with a cup. He was begging for money in the Bible. And what was said to him was silver and gold have I not. But what I do have is the power of prayer. So what am I saying? Even when somebody pray for you, it can bless your life. Because based upon their standings in their relationship with the divine order of God, be mindful. Be mindful. Blessings is when God continues to give us When he grants us protection and provisions, that's a blessing. When he gives us grace and mercy, that's a blessing. When people give us grace and mercy, that's a blessing. You got some people that will mistreat a person. They'll do wrong. They'll speak wrong. They'll cheat on them. They'll say all manner of evil against them. But that person have extended grace and mercy to still be a part of their lives. Now, in your act of being blessed or being a blessing, that in itself is a blessing. That's why it's better to give than receive. Because when you give, you're being a blessing. And all the time, listen, I like to say this, don't get caught up in the dime and the dollar. So many times yesterday, I'm going to tell you something. The Lord asked me to pray for somebody. And when the person called me, before we hung up, we talked very briefly. And I said to the person, I said, the Lord said for me to intercede and pray with you and for you today. When your schedule permits, give me a call back. And when the person called me back, that's what I did. I did it freely. I did it out of love. I did it out of kindness. And I did it for blessings in that person's life. And that person, in return, blessed me. What am I saying, people? Blessings flow down every day. And we have all choices and opportunity to receive them. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Now, now that I've expressed a little bit about what a blessing is and what it is to be a blessing, I want to share with you five things that will stop, drop, and block our blessings. Listen to me. I got to repeat that. I want to share with you five ways. That you can stop, drop, or block your blessings. Number one, when we release before we receive. What does that mean? Sometimes we just need to move in silence. So many times we can stop, drop, or block our blessings by sharing too much information. I had someone recently to pull my coattail about answering a question and be matter of fact. 
If nobody, if a person contact me and say, how are you? I'm going to say fine. And how are you? But I remember a time when I would say, I'm doing fine. And this happened and that happened. And this is what I'm doing. And this is what I'm not doing. Until my coattail was pulled. So many times we can release before we receive. And that can stop, drop, or block our blessings. When you ask God for something, even in your deliverance, mm, sometimes you just have to not say until it manifests. And once people recognize and realize that you no longer do the things they thought you used to do, then they'll just know. But the reason for your change, more than anything, need to be for God. So when when God sees your change, And he knows what you're doing and what you're not doing. You don't have to make declarations and proclamations to other people. You can just move in silence and do not release before you receive. Number two, murmuring and moaning from our mouth. Murmuring and moaning from our mouth. When we murmur, And we moan about things. You ever heard a person just moan? Sometimes it sounds good and sometimes it don't. But definitely when you murmur from your mouth. Moaning oftentimes in a negative sense, it comes when a person don't want to use certain words. And they may say, hmm, 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 hmm. You know, that right there. That's, That's that different type of moaning. You don't have anything you're trying to say rude, but you're making the moaning rude sound. Now, when you murmur, that's when you open your mouth and you're always whining. You're always the victim. You're always talking about how everybody else treats you in a way that don't feel good to you. And when you do that, you find yourself a murmurer. You murmur about every situation and circumstance. Even when God has blessed you with the breath, the life, the strength, the protection, and the provisions, people will still find something any day, every day, throughout the day to murmur. Have you ever met people like that? Every time you talk to them on the phone, they're always murmuring. Every time you run into them in the highways and byways, they're always murmuring. Every time they come to work, they're always murmuring. Remind me of the children of Israel. In the biblical teaching, the children of Israel was always in that position of murmuring. They murmured when they were slaves under Pharaoh. Then God delivered them from being in that position of slaves under Pharaoh. And he placed them away from Pharaoh. On their way to, listen to this now, you got to listen. On their way to a land flowing full of milk and honey, They was held up from receiving the blessing. Well, let me say, receiving the greater blessing because they were murmuring and complaining. Listen to me. I told you what blessings is, but I want to tell you what stop, drop, and block them. They murmured and they said, oh, Moses, why did you bring us out here? Now we, we, we wandering around out here in the wilderness. And But yet, 
The provisions were still made to meet their needs. They're not back there under the, the whip, under the stringent working conditions where they were sweating and laboring, being taskmasters, masters, doing all this hard work. Now they're in their leisure. You got all day to figure out what you want to do. And I'm going to give you mamma and water. But instead of them being thankful for the blessings, they murmured. And what happened was this. Where they had a few days journey, it took them 40 years to get to the land flowing full of milk and honey because they murmured and complained. You ever recognize that? So many times our journey of arriving to the blessings can be hindered because that that we do have that's a blessing. We find time to murmur, complain, and moan. Number three, a third reason what can cause us to stop, drop, and block our blessings. We don't know how to name and then not blame. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. I, I, I'm a firm believer what God has for me is for me. You can name it or claim it, or we can name it and blame it. What do I mean by that? How much time do you spend naming and claiming what it is you desire opposed to naming and blaming somebody else for what you don't have? Oh, I hope somebody got that. Have you ever... Even when you're around people, when you hear them, every excuse they have for not achieving what they desire is the name and blame somebody else. That's how you stop, drop, and block your blessings. We all have a free will choice. And I do believe when many of us, it may not quite to everyone, but many of us, when we reach 18 years old, that's one of the biggest things we want to do is get out on our own. We want to make that choice. But let me tell you from the old school people days, when you chose to be grown enough to be on your own, you just, you just exhibit it that you think you can make your own choices. So when people from 18 and older you make your choice to get out on your own. You make your choice to go get you a job. But yet, when something don't go right in your life, you choose to blame somebody else. Why didn't you exercise the same other ability you have is to make your own choice? We have the freedom and liberty. That's why it affects me so many times. Whenever I hear people name and blame somebody else, listen, you have a free will choice. Just like you allow the person to walk in your life, you can allow yourself to choose to walk out of their life. You just like you went into the door on a job. See, old school used to say the door, the door swing two ways. You walked in the job, you can choose to walk out the job. If it's that's frustrating to you and walk in the door of another job. Just like you choose to live in a certain particular neighborhood or area or location. Listen, there are strategic plans that have already been placed. We don't have to reinvent the wheel that tells us what steps, one step, two step, three we can take to get better jobs to have better careers. It comes with your choice. But oftentimes, when people make choices, even if they were ill-advised, they want to blame somebody else. 
Even if somebody don't tell you the right thing to do or something you felt you wanted to do, you still had a free will choice to do or not do. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. And because at the end of the day, when you did what you chose to do or not do, then when you want to blame somebody else instead of name and claim God to bring you out of the situation that you made a conscious choice to get in the situation, you stop drop or block your blessings. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Number four, when you allow fear to take rank over your finances, your family, and anything that has to do with your favor from God. See, so many times we allow fear to interfere with favor because we don't understand favor. Favor is extended when it's something you don't have to do. But just be still and know God. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. It's something when favor falls, you don't need finance with favor. You may not need family with favor. You may not need friends with favor. Whatever it is that the favor of God that rests upon your life has predestined for your life, it will come to pass. But if fear supersedes your favor, then you won't move when God instructs you to do so. You will sit still because of fear. And that brings me to the fifth one, faith. Your lack of faith is very significant in stop, drop, and blocking your blessings. When you say you have faith, You must believe in something that has not manifest. You cannot see it. It has not already happened. But in your mind, you have accepted that it's possible. And you will believe because it's possible, it can happen. That's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Well, let me correct myself. Faith is the evidence of things not seen but hoped for. Faith. Faith is something you cannot see. But you hope for it. It's the substance of things you cannot see. The evidence of things you cannot see. It has not manifest yet. But your mind says, I believe that it can. And if we check ourselves in our faith department, we may not wreck ourselves so much. But it's all up to what we believe. I'm a firm believer. Listen to me. Listen to me. You must hear this. Even when I make mistakes, even when I make errors, even when I go to the wrong direction and I should have went right, my faith still confirms in me, get back up, get back on the task and move forward. So often, our lack of faith causes us to stop, drop, and block the blessings because instead of getting back up and getting back on 
the task and moving forward. We spend so much time exerting mental energy. Listen to me about the things that has already happened. That's not faith. Faith is not about what has already transpired in our lives. That has already manifest in our lives. So when we talk about faith, it is definitely not a past tense word. If you're going to believe that a situation and a circumstance will change, you want to put it in the present or the future. And if you desire this change, listen to me, get this now, in the future, why are you exerting energy in the past? That's not faith. That's just conversation. And it will hinder, stop, drop, and block our blessings. The word of God says, speak those things that are not as though they were. We know how all of us have fallen short. We know how all of us have done and made decisions that we shoulda, coulda, woulda, not ought to have made. I know that's not the best English grammar, but I know it's comprehensible to your mind. Therefore, instead of sitting for hours on end, whether it be phone call, uh, in person, reiterating, reiterating, you talking about something that can drain a good spirit in the present day is when a person is reiterating repetitively something in the past that cannot be undone. Give me your past testimony to help me in my present and my future. Give me that to encourage me. But when you continue to name and blame every gory and gruesome detail about what somebody used to do, that's over. We cannot undo. Listen to me. Let me place this in your mindset. Whatever time it is in your demographic location right now, you cannot undo what just happened 15 minutes ago. Therefore, you will spend so much energy exerting what happened last month, the month before that, six months ago, six years ago, 26 years ago, 36. Let it go. Instead of back and forth with what happened long ago, let it go. Let your faith move you in the present to move mountains for today your future. Listen to me. Stop, drop, block your blessings. Stop blocking and dropping your own blessings. Again, I'm going to read these five things and I'm going to put a pen in the podcast. Five ways to stop, drop, and block your blessings when we release too much information, especially to the wrong ear, before we receive the manifestation. Number two, when we murmur with our mouth. Stop murmuring so much. Sooner or later, people will refuse to either come in your presence or receive your calls. Unless they carry like spirits. And let me tell you something that's funny. You can connect with people that murmur, murmur all the time. 
You ever seen this? But then they get connected with somebody that murmured to them all the time and they want to complain about them. It's like, really? <laughs> Number three, name and blame. Stop naming people and blaming people for what you don't name and claim. Number four, fear. Fear is one of the biggest things that'll make us stop and become stagnated. Number five, lack of faith. If we check ourselves, again, we may not wreck ourselves. If we begin to move accordingly and we begin to delete checklists of things that we carry doubt, make you a checklist to parallel with that checklist. If you write down, if you don't believe that God can bless you with a car, a crib, cash, even your relationship with Christ, write that down. Look at it. And then go into the scripture. I encourage this exercise. And write down. Or either you don't have to go to the scripture. Go to the TV, the YouTube the social media platforms and listen to stories of how many people have came from rags to riches. And that way it'll start resonating in your mind is possible. You want to always learn how to flip from your lack of faith to increase your faith. And according to biblical fundamentals, it says we only need that of a mustard seed. And I remember the first time I saw a mustard seed, it was so tiny, I thought it was going to fall out between clenching it. I had to pick it up with my fingernails and put it over in my hand. It was just that tiny. Faith is not asking for you to do something so tremendous. It's just to stick with it. When you plant that little bit of seed in your mind to believe, keep sticking with that belief. And until the next podcast upload, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives, meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires, as you continue to delight yourselves in God. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Thank you again for tuning in to WDGS. Much love, blessings, peace, and prosperity flow up on your life, not just today, but for you and your family always. I love and appreciate you always for tuning in. God bless. Bye for now.